is everybody in is everybody in the podcast is about to begin graveyard grumbler podcast hello everyone welcome to the graveyard grumbler podcast i'm your host tina romero jr aka the graveyard grumbler number 60 wow today is the 60th episode i want to thank everyone for making 60 episodes happen i greatly appreciate it today's episode yeah let me give you a disclaimer real quick it is a sensitive topic and a very fucked up topic on top of that. So you've been warned. Hopefully you enjoy it. This was actually submitted by a listener by the name of Lee Parr from Warrington, England. Hey, Lee, I want to thank you very, very much for the suggestion. It, it's it's a fucked up episode. Uh, it, it's, I mean, it has to do with I, I, I won't I won't I won't drag it on anymore. I won't drag it on. Let's go. Uh, so today's episode is actually about a fucked up individual by the name of Joseph Mangle, or better known as the Angel of Death. Now, for those of you who aren't familiar with him, sit back, ready to be shocked and in disbelief over what this motherfucker did because he was a fucked up motherfucker. So let's get into it, okay? Who is Joseph Mangle? For those of you who don't know who he is or, or are curious, like, who the fuck? Tino, just enough with it. Just let us know. Uh, Mangle was born in Guns, Gunsberg. <laughs> he was born in Gunsberg, Germany on March 16th, 1911. The oldest of three sons of Walburga and Karl Mangle. His two younger brothers were Carl Jr. and Aloy. Their father was founder of the Carl Mangle and Sons Company, which produced farming machinery. Again, uh, this is going to be a disclaimer. To all of my European listeners and to my German listening fans out there, I do apologize for fucking up the names of the cities in, in beautiful Germany and surrounding areas. However, I do not apologize for fucking up the, the, the individual that we are speaking about's name. I don't feel bad at all, but I do feel bad and I tried really hard. I, I Google pronounced a bunch of names. Obviously, I don't have that accent. So, again, I do apologize to my German-speaking listeners and those who reside or are from Germany. My apologies. I'm doing my best. I'm doing my best, okay? Don't throw don't throw shit at me. So, Mengel was successful at school and developed an interest in music, art, and skiing. Well, you know, from just just based off of his, his childhood, you're like, well, how did he end up becoming whoever you said he's becoming with a name like the Angel of Death? Well we'll get into that it's just one of those deals where it's not really right out the gate why he he's so, he's such a fucked up individual you know from the from the information that i got i didn't really find much where he was an abused child or he was infatuated with with killing animals and you know like like our other typical serial killers i didn't find anything of that in his early childhood or in his early life however that could very, very well have been covered up and just left out to spare this individual for whatever reason. But again, I, I didn't find anything, so bear with me. Let's get into it. He completed high school in April 1930 and went on to study philosophy in Munich, where the headquarters of the Nazi party were located. Again, I, I'm, I'm going to give you another short little uh, disclaimer reminder. We are going to be talking about the nit the, the Nazis. <laughs> We are going to be talking about the Nazis and the Holocaust and the fucked up shit that happened there. So, again, it is a, a sensitive and controversial topic. However, this was a, a, a fucked up individual that, I mean, he, he in reality, if you actually think about it, he, other than the, the situation of, of the Holocaust, if you took him out of the Holocaust and put him in into normal society, 
he would be up there with other ser- serial killers like Ted Bundy, Richard Ramirez. Uh, 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 what was the last one that I just did? Samuel Little and you know, so on and so forth. We, we, he would be in that same category, but the only thing that makes it 20,000 times worse is that it was involved with a fucked up piece of history. So again, disclaimer, this is a, a sensitive topic and uh, I, I hope that everybody can enjoy the, the, the podcast and realize that these individuals are fucked up and I'm glad that all of that's gone away and fuck the Nazis. So let me see here. Uh, in 1931, he joined the Der, the Der Stalchem, a paramilitary organization that was absorbed into the Nazi Sturm, God damn, Sturmbling or Storm Detachment in 1934. So early in life, see, I, and I, I don't know if it's, if it's like that in a lot of countries where when you're younger, uh, military was one of the first things or, or one of the first options for, for a child growing up, or was it mandatory? that you were supposed to kind of join the military voluntarily or that was part of your duty. I know certain countries, they, they have uh, where you're, you're supposed to go join the military just out of, out of debt or payment or, or um, duty or something like that. So I don't know if Germany is the same way back then in the, 19, in the early 1900s. So uh, I, I don't, it's just one of those, one of those, curiosity why would he go join them a paramilitary organization that was called the storm detachment it just doesn't make any sense to me so let's keep going in 1935 mangle earned mangle earned a phd in anthropology from the university of munich in january 1937 he joined the institute for hereditary biology and racial hygiene in frankfurt where he worked for dr otmar Fryer von, <laughs> he worked for Dr. Otmar Fryer von Verschor, a German genet- geneticist with a particular interest in researching twins. So for those of you who have dabbled into the fucked up history of World War II, I mean, I, I'm, I'm a World War II nut. I love the history and, and not just the Nazi shit. I, I'm, I'm, I was real interested in the Japanese part of of uh, of their their attempts in taking over multiple countries when when i read about when i started doing the research about this i it all clicked because growing up in in high school i mean (laughs) growing up and then during my high school years i learned a little bit here and there about the nazi stuff and then i also learned about uh, through watching schindler's schindler's list which was an awesome movie by the way Another awesome movie uh, that to watch regarding that 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 type of topic is the Boy in the Striped Pajamas. That's another awesome fucking movie. You should check it out. But back back to back to the show. One of, one of the things that that the that the doctors the 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 fucked up doctors in in the Nazi party did was that they did a lot of research and prodding basically and trying to discover how twins were made now the reason why they did this it wasn't it it, number one it was just out of curiosity trying to figure it out and number two they were trying to pretty much perfect it so they can double the the population and the rate of births by pure aryan germans and that is fucked up number one and that's a sick mentality to have for you just to just to start doing some research on that, not not because of, of any cures or anything like that, but just to try to increase the population and have twice. I mean, if, if one German family can give birth to one, well, why can't we you know design it to where they can have double the amount of kids to the pure white Aryan Germans for for the Nazi movement? You know what I mean? It, it, so when when I started reading all this, all of this tied in 
and and it, it blew my mind when I started doing the research. I'm like, whoa, what the fuck? So let's keep going. Uh, as Von Verschkor's assistant, Mengel focused on genetic factors that result in a cleft lip and palate or a cleft chin. His thesis on the subject earned him a cum laude doctorate in medicine, an MD. So from the what? he earned it from the University of Frankfurt in 1938. Uh, just a side note, both degrees were revoked by the issuing universities in the 1960s. So when I started, when, when I was, when I finished that little that little piece of information. I didn't find, I mean, I don't know if anybody who, who has done more research, more in-depth research, if you have, please let me know, uh, Graveyard Grumbler podcast on Instagram or graveyardgrumbler at mail.com, not Gmail, but at mail, but I didn't find anywhere where he actually went through or went to a legitimate medical school. You know, he, he, earned, he earned his degree in medicine through frankfurt and you know and but it didn't stay anywhere where he actually attended an actual medical doctor course you know how when you become a general practitioner you you have to go through med school in order to uh, to fulfill that 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 obligation not obligation but requirements and then you become a medical doctor but the the research that i found and i found this in in a few different things where it, all it says was that he earned a cum laude doctorate, which I don't know what that is. I don't know what a, it's a C-U-M-L-A-U-D-E doctorate in medicine. I, I, so I don't know if that if that transfers into you're able to practice medicine or is that kind of, you know, uh, here you can skip seven, uh, six, seven years and you're able to take your 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 state boards and become a medical doctor. I don't know that. I, I try to find it, but I didn't find anything that that led to any more information than that. So if you do know, let me know. I'm curious. In a letter of recommendation, Von Verschker praised Mengel's reliability and his ability to verbally present complex material in a in a clear manner. An American author, Robert J. Lifton, notes that Mengel's published were Mengel's published works were in keeping with the scientific mainstream of the time and would have been viewed as valid scientific efforts even outside Nazi Germany. So here, here's one of the things that that's fucked up is that apparently I was reading about this uh, this gentleman, Robert J. Lifton. He did a, he wrote a whole book, a biography regarding uh, the angel of death. And he was a legitimate fucking scientist. He actually was doing groundbreaking work and trying to find out how to not get rid of but but figure out where the deformities were occurring like the you know the 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 cleft lip and the cleft chin and if it wasn't tied into nazi germany this motherfucker would have actually been able to publish some awesome shit and help gear research and studies towards discovering and maybe eliminating or i I see i don't know if you can eliminate a, a deformity but he he was on he was on track to actually really I mean he was releasing legitimate shit but because it was Nazi Germany you're like man fuck this dumb motherfucker man, I don't give a shit what you wrote you keep that shit over there in the Nazi party and fuck everybody there <laughs> so I mean you know we're here we're here for why why is he fucked up so let's you know the beginning of his reign of terror in early 1943 encouraged by von Verschker. Mingle applied to transfer to the concentration camp service. His application was accepted and he was posted to Auschwitz where he was appointed by SS Standardsarzt <laughs> Edward Wirth, chief medical officer of Auschwitz to the position of chief physician of the Romani camp at Birkanu 
a sub camp located on the main Auschwitz complex. When I mean, obviously the the his mentor von Verschker or what I don't know how to pronounce his fucking name. Uh, he encouraged he encouraged uh, Mangold to apply to the death camp portion of of whatever his his field was. And obviously, I mean, for those of you who not obviously, but for those of you who don't know, Auschwitz was one of the biggest. Uh, uh, concentration slash death camps that were around. I mean, it's one of the most popular. There were several of them. I don't know the exact number, but there were, there were several. I think. I mean, it was, they were spread all all through Europe, and unfortunately, the 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 result was was catastrophic for for several of the Jewish people. Uh, for those of, I mean, it, it's really like I said, it's really it's one of those those things that it's a fucked up it's a fucked up topic. But let's keep going. Let's keep going. SS doctors did not administer treatment to the Auschwitz inmates, but supervised the activities of inmate doctors who had been forced to work in the camp medical service. Now, that that statement right there was kind of I, – I've read both that they did and they didn't at the same time where uh, some, of the, some of the SS doctors actually enjoyed – giving giving uh, the the medications and injections or administer treatment to the Auschwitz inmates and then i also read that it was it, it was pretty much beneath them and they weren't going to uh, touch the jewish uh, the jewish prisoners so it, it, with that with that being said it's one of those to where I, I think it was a little bit of both where they did and they didn't at the same time so you know uh, just i mean again just do more research if if i would have put in every bit and side note of information for this episode we would be here for like an hours and that is insane amount of information so i mean i i just i condensed it to where we're still gonna have a good episode and we get to hear about this shit and and learn about how fucked up this, this motherfucker was so let's keep going let's go let's go mingle made mingle made weekly visits to the hospital barracks and ordered any prisoners who had not recovered after two weeks in bed to be sent to the gas chambers Man, fuck that motherfucker. How are you going to walk in and say, hey, man, I know we just worked on you and, and you were either tired or you got, you you know, you're hurt, but it's been about two weeks and you're not well. We're just going to send you to go die. Man, fuck that motherfucker. It, how do you, I mean, how, how do you, how do you, and, and a, a lot of people that didn't recover, it was because of the, the experience and the shit that they worked on them in, in the first place. So how are you going to fuck that? How are you going to, how are you going to send somebody to death when you're the one who fucked them up? That That doesn't make any sense to me. But again, not a lot of stuff made sense back in the day, so or back in that time. I shouldn't say back in the day, but back in that time. Oh my gosh. Mangle's work also involved carrying out selections, a task that he chose to perform even when he was not assigned to do so, in the hope of finding subjects for his experiments with a particular interest in locating sets of twins. Boy, I tell you. In contrast to most of the other SS doctors who viewed selecting selections as one of their most stressful and unpleasant duties, he undertook the task with a flamboyant air, often smiling or whistling a tune. He was one of the SS doctors responsible for supervising the administration of Zyklon B and cyanide-based pesticide that was used for mass killings in the Burkhanu gas chambers. He served, he served in this capacity at the gas chambers four and five. So remember when I went, usually when we see We, usually we see early signs of somebody developing into a sociopath where they they do certain things like we'll take uh jeffrey oh jeffrey Dahmer, which was the episode before last where he was infatuated with learning with finding the bones and innards 
of small animals. See, he started that as a, at a young age, so we were able to see the growth and the progression when I was doing the episode. But with this fucked up motherfucker, we didn't see any of that. He kind of, from what it seems like, is that he just kept it hidden. And when he had the opportunity to to let it out, he let he let that fucking shit out. And what better place to do that than at concentration camps when you're exterminating millions and millions of people? And what and with that, when when uh, when I read he 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 did he carried out that task with flamboyant air. There was there well you know again people a lot of people who were captured a lot of the the SS soldiers or the SS doctors who were in charge of selections and sending people to firing squads uh, to get beat the fuck to death or gas chambers or you know whatever cruel way that they were that they were uh, executed a lot of them reportedly you know they said out of the blue that oh it was most difficult it was so heart wrenching I I didn't do it it was either I did it or I would be punished and sentenced to death. Well, yeah, motherfucker, you should have been sentenced to death. You were sentencing other people to death. And in my opinion, again, this is just my opinion, that a lot of a lot of the SS soldiers who were at the camps guarding and, and doing this fucked up shit, they only said that to save face. You know what I mean? Yeah, they, they got caught. They were prisoners of war. And one, they were being uh, uh, interviewed and uh, what is that called? Interrogated. They're going to say whatever they can to save face to make themselves like they weren't the monsters they really were and that they're going to blame it on somebody else. But this motherfucker, he openly <laughs> he openly embraced it and said, yeah, I like doing this shit. This is my shit right here. I, you know, can I can I do it twice? It just blows my mind, you know. Let's let's keep let's keep reading because it just gets worse and worse and worse. You know, when an outbreak of Noma. OK. When an outbreak of Noma, a gangrious bacterial disease of the mouth and face struck the Romani camp in 1943, Mengel initiated a study to determine the cause of the disease and develop a treatment. That's great, right? Hey, you know, he's, he's finally going to do some good. He enlisted the assistance of prisoner Berthold Epstein, a Jewish pediatrician, pediatrician, <laughs> a Jewish pediatrician and professor at Prague University. So, you know, all in all, yeah, I, I get it that he did a lot of fucked up shit, but unfortunately, he he only he only did what he did so he can keep things rolling the way that they're supposed to roll. You know what I mean? He, he didn't do this for the greater good of man of mankind. He did it so he can pretty much do what he wants with the human body and uh, i mean uh, there was also reports saying that he also tried to find you know uh, eradicate diseases and learn how to treat them so he can save the german people when he when they were dealing with the jewish people in in the concentration camps so th there's a there, there's a there's a, a an underline for every good deed supposedly during this fucked up nazi shit so the patients were isolated in separate in separate barracks and several aff afflicted children were killed so that their preserved heads and arms could be sent to the SS Medical Academy in Graz and other facilities for study. This research, this research was still ongoing when the Romani ca camp was liquidated and its remaining occupants killed in 1944. So th th this sadistic motherfucker... For the study and for the better of whatever his experiments and his outcomes that he was looking for, he would he would kill people and send their heads and other body parts preserved to certain facilities around Germany, around Europe, mostly Germany, so they can be preserved and evaluated by other fucked up Nazi dumbass motherfuckers where they they think that they were doing something good for the for the greater people of, of Germany, which, you know, 
I understand that, you know, how the old saying, you, you can't make an omelet without breaking a few eggs. However, how about you find test subjects that have passed already or are okay being, you know, when they're on their deathbed and being experimented on? You don't kill fucking young, innocent people just so you can, or innocent people, period, doesn't matter the age. You don't kill innocent people just for your pleasure and, and for your, your fucking research. That that right there doesn't make any sense. But then again, for for those of you who are familiar with the, the the, um, World War II and, and Nazi Germany, you know, a lot of people understand that, unfortunately, the Nazis did not see Jewish people as as human beings. They, they, they did not see them as, as equal individuals or as li- living, breathing, sentient beings. They saw them as, as just nothing, as, as pretty much as just a, a, a cancer to, to the German people. And it just doesn't make any sense. It's crazy. It's crazy. I mean, this whole fucking thing is crazy. I mean, hey, Lee, thank you, by the way. And 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 it's fucked up that you made my brain start working on this shit that I, I, I got to get all worked up, get my get my dandruff rubbing just so <laughs> just to get through this episode. But hey, man, it's a badass episode. man. It's a good suggestion. Thank you very much. All right. Let me see here. When a typhus epidemic began in the women's camp, Mengel cleared one block of 600 Jewish women and sent them to their death in the gas chamber. Okay, a typh when a typhus epidemic began in the women's camp, Mangle cleared one block of six hundred Jewish women and sent them to their death in the gas chamber. The building was cleaned and disinfected, and the occupants of a neighboring block were bathed, deloused, and given new clothing before being moved into the clean block. <sighs> yeah, I'm not. There's not much to comment on that. There's there's just. Uh, yeah. God damn. Fucking hell. This process was repeated until all of the barracks were disinfected. Similar procedures were used for later epidemics of scarlet scarlet fever and other diseases with infected pres- prisoners being killed in gas chambers. For these actions, Mangle was awarded the War Merit Cross. This motherfucker was awarded a medal for killing innocent people because he contained an outbreak of shit that shouldn't have never happened because nobody should have been in those goddamn camps anyway. So why are you going to get a medal for shit that shouldn't have ever happened? Boy, I tell you, I'm, you know what? This shit right here. <laughs> oh my gosh. You're going to get a medal for killing all these innocent people because uh, the, the Nazis saw that you were doing a greater good. Fuck out of here with that bullshit. Now, uh, this was just the beginning of his reign of terror. This hasn't even this 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 isn't even like the 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 meat of the potatoes. Or what, 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 this isn't even the main course of all the fucked up shit that he did. Again, I'm not going into super crazy detail. I'm just giving an over umbrella kind of you know short little description on some of the shit that he did. And when <laughs> if you're interested in the subject, just just Google his name. And and a bunch of shit will pop up more in detail than what I have. But for now, I'm just going to keep I'm just going to do uh, just just a little brief uh, uh, description on, on all the fucked up shit that he did. So disclaimer, it's a sensitive subject. And if you don't if, if you're not you know OK with that, I completely understand. But damn. All right. So his reign of terror. Yeah, I said that his reign of terror, not not the beginning of his reign of terror, his actual reign of terror now. Mangle used Os- Mangle. I think I'm saying his name right. I don't. I don't really give a shit. But I. I. I want to say it's Mangle. M e n g e l e. Mangle used Auschwitz as an opportunity to continue his anthropological studies. Anthropologic. Paul. 
<laughs> anthropological oh i can't i'm fucking that word up so bad his anthropological studies and research into hereditary using inmates for human experimentation. His medical procedures showed no consideration for the health, safety, or physical and emotional suffering of the victim. So he just did not give a fuck at all as long as he was doing what he wanted to do for whatever research he thought he was he was um or for whatever outcome and discovery he was he was hoping for when i i think that we can safely say that uh jeff mangle or or joseph mangle or the angel of death we're just calling the angel of death i think he is worse than Dahmer, little bundy and Ramirez and and uh, uh, Gacy rolled into one times five, and the reason why I'm saying that is because with the other serial killers that I mentioned, they had some sort of discreetness to where they didn't want to get caught because they knew the outcome. They knew exactly what would happen if they were caught for for the for the several murders that that they that they have committed. So with that, they knew very well, hey, you know, I, I need to stay low key. I need to stay on the down low because if I find out, if some people find out about the shit, I'm going to get, you know, it's a death penalty. But when you are openly mutilating people and killing people and you're, you're, you and your, your homies are running the show there's no one there to keep limits on what you can do. There, the, when, when I mean, think about it. Nazi Germany, Nazi Germany. They were the law. They were everything in in Germany. They were they they were the 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 president, or I don't know if it's a if it's a dictator, not a dictator, but I don't know if it was a oh, whoever was in charge of the country. He was them. They were they they were the the military. They were the politicians. They were the law enforcement. They were the citizens. The entire and that's why it's called Nazi Germany. So when you have the your, your crew running the entire country, you have a you have pretty much a free run to do whatever the fuck you want without any consequences. And that is why I say he is all of those serial killers that I mentioned times five because there were no limits. There was no restrictions and no limits on what he was able to do. I mean, they, they, he had no thought of punishment, no thought of regret. He, he had no, nothing to worry about. And anyone who, who dared question him, all he can say was, oh, you know, this is for the this is in the name of science. I'm, I'm doing this for the in the name of science so we can better the the, the German race and the German people. So when you throw science in that, I mean, not science, but when you throw medicine into that, a lot of people will automatically say, oh, yeah, you know, that's true. It, it is science. And, you know, there you do have to do some fucked up shit. But this I, I think he actually had an enjoyment for for killing people and torturing them. I, I really do. And it's all bad. It's all kinds of bad. It's all kind of bad. Jesus. Hell. All right. Let's let's continue. Let's continue. He was particularly interested in identical twins, people with eyes of two different colors and people with physical abnormalities. You know, that, that was that was a common theme through through Nazi Germany with a lot of the doctors. And they were well, not and but they were they were always interested in twins because, again, they wanted to perfect it and learn how to harness <laughs> how to harness to where they were able to get uh, German women pregnant with SS soldiers, babies. And they had twins. That way they can double the rate 
uh, the double the population and double the the chances of getting a pure Aryan uh, German baby so they can build their their perfect race the the perfect race that Hitler uh, cried and, and hollered about all the fucking time so them uh, the the SS medicine doctors and scientists and everything like that they were super super interested in that shit so they can so they can you know uh, get that perfect that perfect world that they that they saw in their eyes they were the SS scientists and doctors were also really interested in in physical abnormalities that way they know how to pretty much cancel them out of people so the baby can can be 100% perfect without any abnormalities now when i'm talking abnormalities i am talking about uh developmentally delayed i am talking about facial imperfections limb imperfections i'm talking about uh, down syndrome i'm talking about uh uh what what is the other one um uh, the, what, what is that? What is that called? Uh, autistic. I'm even talking about kids who were homosexuals, kids who, who, uh, who weren't very uh, physically appealing, where where they where they didn't come out looking strong. These dumb motherfuckers, these crazy ass goddamn Nazi doctors and scientists, were trying to pretty much manipulate genetic code in order for for the for the Nazis, the the not the German people can pop out 100% without a doubt no fault Aryan German or Aryan babies so they can continue their perfect world that is the only reason why they were so interested and involved in physical abnormalities they weren't they they weren't they weren't doing it so they can so they can uh, try to help people and and le- and lessen the the chances of of baby um of uh, unborn children dying in womb and utero and everything that they didn't give a fuck about that. All they gave a fuck about was pretty much breeding abnormalities out of existence in order for, for the German people to have a perfect race. And if that is not crazy fucked up in the head, then I don't know what is that is insanely interesting, fucked up and weird. All, all rolled into one, you know, the, the, the shit that, the shit that, that, that they were doing, you, you only see that you only, you only see that type of behavior or that kind of, uh, uh, scenarios played out in, in fucked up movies. That is like the human centipede type shit where they were trying to make the perfect specimen or trying to create something that, that no one has ever created. It, it blows my, it blows my mind that, that they actually attempted to, to uh, uh, breed, I mean, and pretty much eliminate abnormalities for the greater good of the Aryan German people, the German race, or for the Nazi. That not, I'm not even going to say Germans because that's an insult to the German people. So I do apologize. It's not for the German people because I mean, I've I've met a lot of German people and they are amazingly awesome people. It's the it, it was the fucked up mentality that the Nazis had. They were wanting to have that perfect Nazi Germany where there was no abnormalities, that all of them were big, buff, strong, uh, strong boys. And the women were, were beautiful to a certain T, weighed and, and weighed and had a certain body figure. Every single thing that they did was for the greater good of the Nazi uh, survival of the future of all the people. And it's fucked up. Fuck you, motherfuckers. Let's keep going. A grant was provided by a German research foundation at the request of von Verschker, who received regular reports and shipments of specimens from Mengel. Dr. Miklos Nizili, a Hungarian Jewish pathologist who arrived in Auschwitz on May 29, 1944, performed dissections and prepared specimens for shipment. See, I think that's on top of that. That's fucked up as well, because 
you're going to have a Jewish individual, a Jewish doctor in this case. You're going to have him work on his own people and sometimes his own family. It could be his own family, knowing goddamn well that they're only doing that because they don't want to get their hands dirty, literally their, their hands dirty. So you're going to make you know a, a Jewish doctor do these fucked up ass experiments and dissections just for on on other Jewish individuals just because you can because if not you're going to kill him and you're going to kill the entire family. God damn man, they they were ruthless ass motherfuckers. The okay, let's keep going. The twin research was in part intended to prove the supremacy of hereditary over environment and thus strengthen the Nazi premise of the genetic superiority of the Aryan race. I, I, I just said that. I guess I should have read my note before I went off on a tangent, huh? <laughs> Let me see. When visiting his young his young subjects, he introduced himself as Uncle Mangle and offered them sweets while at the same time being personally responsible for the death of an unknown number of victims who he killed via lethal injections, shootings, beatings, and his deadly experiments. Oh my gosh. Author Lifton described Mengel as sadistic, lacking empathy, and extremely anti-Semitic, believing the Jews should be eliminated entirely as an inferior and dangerous race. Unfortunately, that was a manipulation where, where Hitler, Hitler spewed that shit daily to all these motherfuckers. And when I mean when not and I keep saying that when when you keep when you keep pumping that shit inside people's head they start believing what, what you believe not me personally but you know in this case Hitler and Hitler was able to manipulate an entire country and rule and take over very important things uh, fact factions of 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 the German of, of the German the, the country Germany. He was able to rule over the military. Once he convinced and brainwashed all of the military, he moved down to where he was able to manipulate doctors, politicians, uh, school teachers. He had everybody in his hand believing that 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 these wonderful Jewish people were scum of the earth, and they're they're not, never have been, never will be. Fuck you guys, fuck the Nazis. And again, I'm I have so many things rolling through my head, so my filler word today is going to be and. So I apologize for everyone who who's pointing that out. <laughs> I'll try to edit all that shit out when 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 it comes to it. But he 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 really felt that, which really it's it's a fucked up way of thinking. So when I mentioned that again, he the angel of death was way worse than all those serial serial killers combined. That is the main reason point why I say that he had no limits, he had no consequences, he had no fear of of anything other than not succeeding quote unquote in his in his work you know and that's that's some crazy shit that's some sick ass shit twins were subjected to weekly examinations and measurements of their physical attributes by mangle or one of his assistants the experiments performed on twins included unnecessary amputation of limbs intentionally infecting one twin with typhus or some other disease and transfusing the blood of one twin into the other those who survived the experiments were sometimes killed and their bodies dissected. Mengel personally killed 14 twins in one night by injecting their hearts with chloroform. This goddamn fool was just fucking raw. He, there, I, oh, I have no words. I mean, for once, for once, the graveyard grumblers is, is literally unable to articulate on a piece of information that he wrote about. I'm I'm just I'm just in awe. Like I said, I knew about this stuff, but I didn't know about this stuff. You know, I I read and did a little bit of research when I was growing up, but now that I'm older, it it sinks in a whole lot differently than it did when I was younger. 
And now that I've gone into this episode and I've done a lot of research, I'm just just blown away. Just what the fuck? Oh my god! The uh, unnecessary amputations. I, I couldn't really find information on that. It's it's really difficult to find a lot of shit. It just talks about what was done, and unfortunately, I mean, it was it was all bad, all kinds of bad. So let's continue. Mengel's eye experiments in- included attempts to change the eye color by injecting chemicals into the eyes of living subjects, and he killed people with heterochromatic eyes so that the eyes could be removed and sent to Berlin for study. So heterochromatic eyes, if I'm not mistaken, it's just it's just individuals that have two eye colors, one with a blue eye, one with a brown eye, one with a hazel eye, one with a blue eye. And he was trying to stop that natural progression in people's eye pigmentation or eye colors because he he thought that it was it was an abnormality it was it was a, it, it's like he was they were born fucked up so he injected shit in their eyes to change the color how fucked up does an individual have to be to think that that's an actual an actual uh fix for something that's a natural body ability that the, the body just said hey i want one brown eye, i want one blue eye and this 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 crazy fucker thought that he can change it. And when he was when he was unable to, he would kill these individuals, remove their eyes, and send them out to be studied so he can figure out how to get it done, how to get it taken care of, with, with and and be successful at changing people's eye colors. Leave their fucking eyes alone, you dick. That, I mean, boy, I tell you. His experiments on dwarves and people with physical abnormalities included taking physical measurements, drawing blood. Ex- uh, extracting healthy teeth and treatment with unnecessary drugs and x-rays many of his victims were dispatched to the gas chambers after about two weeks and their skeletons sent to berlin for further analysis i think everything that was done in that jewish camp in in the auschwitz and the concentration camps were completely unnecessary and this motherfucker where, where do i why why, why do they call him the why do they call him the angel of death i guess because he was they were tortured so much that when he finally ordered him to death it was it was a blessing it was one of those things like damn i am going to be free of all this shit you are my angel because you killed me after being tortured for however many fucked up days and hours that, that they endured god damn Mengel sought out pregnant women on whom he would perform experiments before sending them to the gas chambers. A survivor reports witnessing Mengel performing vivisections, vivisections, V-I-V-I-S-E-C-T-I-O-N without anesthesia, removing hearts and stomachs of victims. Gannon, another survivor, reported Mengel removing his kidney without anesthesia. He was forced to return to work without painkillers. Fucking hell. Another survivor witnessed Mengel sew two Romani twins together back to back in a crude attempt to create conjoined twins. Both children died of gangrene after several days of suffering. Why? Why? Why in the fuck would he? That makes zero sense to me. It it makes zero sense to me. But, but, fucking goddamn. How it ended. Yes, on the positive note, remember all this shit actually ended and. I'm glad because fuck those motherfuckers, fuck the Nazis. There would been no reason why that shit should have went down. Just, just a crazy nut job who who got full of himself and just filled with hate was able to sneak in and and do what he did. It, it should never have happened. But hopefully we learn from the shit. But still, I'm glad there's an end in sight because 
God damn, I did again, I did not know the extent of all the shit that that actually went down. I knew some bad shit went down. I knew that everybody knows that a bad shit, a lot of bad shit went down, but I didn't know in depth. And I'm not even in depth. I I'm just scratching the surface of the experiments and shit that he did. I'm not even I'm not even really going in on it as, as much as I, I could have, because again, I we would have been here for like four or five hours, and I don't want that. How it ended. Mengel transferred to Gross Rosen camp in Lower Silesia on January 17th, 1945, taking with him two boxes of specimens and the records of the experiments of Auschwitz. Yeah, you should have you should have been shot in the fucking head. Most of the camp medical records had already been destroyed by the SS by the time the Red Army liberated Auschwitz on January 27th, 1945. And for those of you who do not know who the Red Army is, that is Russia. Russia went in and said, fuck you. We are going to obliterate your entire bullshit Nazi shit. So that is that is who the Red Army is. It's a, that, when I say the Red Army, it, it's Russia. June 1945, Mengel was captured by Americans after he fled. He became a pris- prisoner of war. Mengel was registered under his own name. He was not identified. Wait, hold, what the fuck? Mengel was registered under his own name. However, he was not identified as being on the major war criminal list due to disorganization of the Allies regarding the distribution of wanted list. And the fact that he did not have... (laughs) Really? And the fact that he did not have usual SS blood group tattoo... He was released at the end of July and obtained false papers under the name Fritz Ullman. Are you kidding me? How this motherfucker escaped in, in the grasp of of who, when we had him, and because there was a, a who cares? He was a goddamn Nazi. Why not just trap all the Nazis and keep them as war criminals and investigate them later? Well, I mean, it's not. I mean, that's that. I mean, it's over with. But still, you had this fucking monster at the tip of your hands. You know what? This is like a goddamn trend. It seems like for the last few serial killers that I have done, uh, that, that I've done an episode on, law enforcement had them in the grasp of their hands. Like they had them, they were touching them, they had them in custody. They had them to where they were able to stop them and, and make them pay for all the fucked up shit they did, but they let them go for whatever, whatever reason or whatever, uh, you know, loophole that was there. In this case, this was a huge goddamn uh, ball drop and this, this sadistic motherfucker was able to get, was able to get away. It doesn't make any sense. Why not? Why not just keep him there and and interrogate, investigate later? Why? Why release him? Yes, I know, Tino. I know people are right now looking at their their phones or wherever you're listening to the podcast at, and you're like, Tino, there's rules and 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 laws that you have to follow when it comes to war. Yeah, but the Nazis obviously said fuck the laws and the rules, so we should have said fuck the laws and the rules, and we should have did what we had to do, especially holding this motherfucker. I, I think it should have been a, 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 a policy where any medical doctor or any scientist would have been kept automatically, no matter what, just because of the the possibility and potential that they had. Oh, side note, by the way, if you want to know something interesting, was that there's a thing called Operation Paperclip, I believe that's the name of it, where America hired several, several Nazi scientists and brought them to America so they can work on their space program, which is now NASA, so they can beat the Russians in going to the moon. little side note for those of you who didn't know. Yes, America hired Nazi scientists pretty much forced them to work for America or they were going to go to prison forever and be and be uh, uh, eliminated. 
So in in uh, in exchange for their freedom and their and their uh, their yeah their freedom and their life, they said, yeah, we'll be more than happy to work on your space their, your space program with you, without a doubt. So that that's just a little side note for those of you who didn't know. The Americans hired a bunch of Nazi scientists in order to work on the space program. <laughs> I bet you didn't know that, did you? <laughs> All right, let's continue. With the help of former SS members, Mengel escaped Germany for fear of being tried and sentenced to death. He traveled to Genon, where he obtained a passport from International Committee of the Red Cross under the alias Helmut Gregor. He sailed to Argentina in July 1949. So as the beautiful country of Germany and all of Europe was recovering from this crazy fucked up piece of of, uh, of history that, that occurred, this dark, dark history, instead of paying for his crimes and, and the fucked up shit that he did, he left and went out to Argentina to escape. Now, I've read several papers where a lot of a lot of SS soldiers went to South America which it, it kind of blows my mind. I thought that the Nazis wanted an all Aryan world and everyone who was not Aryan, they couldn't stand being around. They couldn't stand the side of them and they wanted nothing to do with them. But a lot of them fled to Argentina. I mean, to South America. Huh? That, well, I mean, if, if you read the conspiracies, apparently that's where uh, Adolf Hitler, holy fuck, Hold on one minute. God damn it. So there's a conspiracy where Adolf Hitler didn't really die. He didn't really take his life before before the, the Red Army came in to, uh, to put, him, put him in cuffs and, and make him pay for his, his atrocities to humanity. Rumor has it that there was a body double that looked like the Fuhrer and Hitler escaped to South America. Now, growing up, I never believed that because it just didn't make any fucking sense to me. But now that I'm doing this research and I just said that a lot of SS soldiers and important Nazi members fled to South America. Why would they flee to South America if they hated, you know, anybody but but the but the white Aryan uh, Nazis? Do you think that Adolf really escaped to South America and was organizing and, and continuing shit out in in South America. Do you think that's a possibility? Holy fuck, I just blew my own goddamn mind. God damn, that, that's whoa. All right, let's get back to the show. How he died. Yes, there's a there's a blue note. He he I mean not a blue note. There is a, a blue sky here in all this darkness. Uh, Mangle did die, but let, I'll, I'll tell you, you're not going to be happy with it. At least I wasn't happy when I read about how he died. So Mangle moved around Argentina when he fled. <laughs> Mangle moved around Argentina when he fled to Brazil in 1960 to escape being captured and tried for his war crimes. While in Argentina, Mangle practiced medicine without a license, performing illegal abortions, killing one teenager in the process. So. That was a little short, compressed uh, bit of information, but Mengel lived in Argentina very, very happily. He he actually, without any issues, he he took up being a farmhand. He was a pharmacist. He even jumped into his biz, his old family business, producing farm equipment. And yes, on the side, he was also performing illegal 
medical procedures on individuals in Argentina. He did kill a teenager. And when he was questioned by, by Argentinian law enforcement and other officials, they, they found out that he, uh, he was performing the abortions. But they refused to make headline news because they didn't want to bring more attention and, and more, more shit into Argentina regarding or being, them being accused of harvesting, of harboring, not harvesting, but harboring Nazi war criminals. So they kind of just swept it under the rug. Mengel realized that and said, fuck it, I need to hottail it out of Argentina. And he headed out to Brazil, but not before sterilizing a bunch of individuals from from ever having babies with his fucked up back alley abortions and killing one individual he he fled to to brazil to continue living his merry unbothered life motherfucker so let's continue 1972 mangle suffered a stroke experienced he also experienced high blood pressure and developed an ear infection which affected his balance he should have fell off the fucking earth that's what he should have done Oh, you know, he suffered a stroke. Ooh, boo-hoo. You know how many people you gave fucking strokes to, you bitch? <laughs> I apologize. I'm a little angry today. Not 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 because of anything else other than other than this, this piece of shit motherfucker. So 1972, Mangles suffered a stroke. <laughs> I just read that. My bad. Mangles suffered another stroke while swimming and drowned. His body was buried in Ebdon das Artes under the name Wolfgang Gerhard whose identification Mengel had been using since 1971. So that's how he died. He died uneventful and kind of peaceful. I mean, yeah, he stroked out and drowned, which, I mean, it could have been worse. It could have been 1,000 million trillion times worse, but, I mean, he's dead. And what sucks, I think the part for me that that's not satisfied is the fact that he got away with so much shit and never, never, never made to pay for his crimes. And that's, that's fucked up. But at least he died, you know? So let's continue. Uh, due to multiple reports of Mangle being seen in different places, his body was exhumed and identified to make sure that it was who he really was and he died for, you know, and it was really him that died. How? How, Graveyard Grumbler? How, how did they find out that this motherfucker died? Police raided the house of Hans Settlemer, a lifelong friend of Mangle who had letters and notes revealing his death and gravesite location. So... This individual, uh, what's his food's name? Hans was still in Germany, and around that time, around actually for like the next thirty years, twenty, thirty years, forty years, the the uh, German government, when they finally regained uh, uh, control and they were able to start, you know, taking care of business, they spent a lot of time looking and capturing and bringing the Nazi motherfuckers to justice. So. When they raided Han's house, they saw a lot of notes from Mengel, and that led to an individual who knew Mengel out in Brazil. They went and, and got a hold of him, pretty much forced him, forced the, uh, the, the guy in Brazil, Mengel's friend who, was, who knew him in Brazil, to tell him exactly where the body was buried. Once they did that, they said, you know what, we're going to re-dig him up, and we're going to make sure we're going to identify that this motherfucker is really dead. And they did, and he was, so... At least that's one one good thing that that happened. So, uh, Graveyard Grumbler, final wrap. Let's wrap this episode up. What do I think? The Angel of Death. You know, I mean, at the end of each show, we 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 I, at the end of whenever I do a serial killer episode, I always compare on how, how on how not not compare, but I always talk about how severe and how fucked up and 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 crazy and badass that this individual was compared to the rest of the serial killers. 
I will not be doing it on this one since the the situation was fucked up. He really had no limits and was able to do whatever the fuck he wanted. But I, I'm I'm glad that it ended when it did. I'm really happy that that the the Soviets were able to take care of business with the help of Americans and and Germany and other I mean not Germany but England and other countries to to uh, finally end that fucked up nightmare that that happened for so many years. The Angel of Death does not deserve his name. Maybe the the Asshole of Death would probably have been a better nickname for him. It it's, it it doesn't make any sense how and why, just how and why. You know what I mean? It it takes a really a really dark fucked up individual to do the type of shit that Mangle did, and all the all the other SS doctors. It wasn't just Mangle. There was a lot of other ones. He was just one of the more notorious ones that gained that gained traction for all the shit the fucked up shit that he did. And the only reason why he they they knew what he did. I mean, thankfully for the survivors and and the notes and everything else, all his journals, all the paperwork that they were able to uh, to to recover from from raiding and and uh, liberating the the Auschwitz. I mean, the concentration camps. They were able to find a lot of shit that Mangle signed off and admitted to. And I'm 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 blown away, literally blown away that this motherfucker did did the shit that he did. Uh, again, Lee. Thank you very much for suggesting suggesting this episode. It was it was interesting. I, I mean, like I said, I love World War II, and I was I'm not I'm not gonna hide it or or cover it. You know, fuck the Nazis and fuck what they stood for forever and always. There's nothing that can that can change my mind on on how fucked up it was. You know, it's an unfortunate piece of history, but it's history, and you know the best thing we can do is learn from it and not and not do that again. Oh, 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 oh. And on, on a side note, and you know I I can't believe that I actually have to say this, but come on, you guys, for those of you who are Holocaust deniers, which I can't even believe that's an actual thing that people actually deny the Holocaust even happened. Fuck you guys, you know what I mean? That's crazy to me. There's there's how many records? There's pictures. There's there's live. There's people who survived and went through it. There's uh, uh, SS soldiers who gave interviews. There was there there was so much one thousand percent proven uh, evidence. And for those people who for those of you who deny and take that suffering away from the Jewish people, it's fucked up, man. You you know you, there, there's a lot of things that that you guys have to get right in your head, and and pay more respect and understand that. That that you know, as, as tragic as it was, and, and 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 unbelievable as it was, it actually happened, and we we need to learn from from that fucked up piece of history, and have more respect and courtesy to the survivors and and the individuals and the family members who 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 had a loved one and loved ones, not even one loved ones, you know, uh, get get taken away from them in that in that tragic history historical event. I mean, millions, millions, millions of Jewish people were were exterminated for no reason for no fucking reason just because one dumb motherfucker thought that it was his right to uh to to say what he said you know fuck that guy fuck all the nazis too anyway thank you very much i appreciate everyone for listening this was a fun episode yes it was kind of difficult <laughs> it wasn't difficult because it, you know of, of the topic it was difficult because i had so much information and so much personal opinion on the topic that that I would stumble over my words just so I can get out what I wanted to get and and reading some of the shit again reading some of the shit for the first time you, it 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 takes you know it it just it flabbergasted me it, it just it like it was like a kick in the gut like this motherfucker did what Jesus so for those of you who did not know who the angel of death is you are welcome on this little piece of in, uh, of information I appreciate everyone's support thank you very much next week's episode. I haven't decided what it will be. If you have any suggestions, feel free to email me or hit me up on Instagram. 
Graveyard Grumbler at, or sorry, Graveyard Grumbler Podcast on my Instagram, Graveyard Grumbler Podcast on the Podbean app. If you if you've downloaded the Podbean app, if you haven't downloaded it, it's a pretty cool little player. And uh, Graveyard Grumbler at mail.com. I'm still working on everything. I appreciate everyone's support and continuing support. Thank you very, very, very much. And as always, good morning, good day, good night, goodbye. This is the end. This is the end. Graveyard Grumbler Podcast.